today, the 14th day of Iyar, is also known as Pesach Sheni, the second Pesach, which the Torah in the book of Numbers prescribes for those that were impure or in a distant place far away from Jerusalem when it was Pesach the first time. You know, when it's Pesach the first time, we all have to bring a sacrifice, a Korban Pesach, the Paschal Lamb. That's the main event, of course, of the Seder, the Pesach Nat Seder. We don't have it, we haven't had it in these years in exile, but when the Seder is the way it's supposed to in the temple, we had to bring a sacrifice. But the Torah says in Parshas Baloischa, in the book of Numbers, the Torah says that if a person was impure or distant, far away, far away from Jerusalem at the time that the first Pesach was brought, so then the Torah says they have a second chance. Today, the 14th of year is that second chance for all those people that were impure or far away and distant when the first Pesach happened. And there's a famous saying by Hasidim that what do we learn from this idea of Pesach Sheni? We learn from this idea of Pesach Sheni as is neto kind for fallen. It is never too late. It's always possible to fix things. As long as a person is still alive, it's still possible to make things better. Even if one was tome, ritually impure, or one was far away, and the Torah actually says lachem, that one did it deliberately, one on purpose made oneself far away. Nevertheless, one could rectify it. One could always rectify it and has a second chance. That's what we learn from this day of Pesach Sheni, that as long as one is alive, it's not too late. One could rectify, like Rab Nachman of Breslov used to say, if you believe that you could destroy, that you could make a pagam if one believes that one's being far, one's being impure, has negative repercussions in the universe, then you have to believe that you could make it right as well, that you could rectify it. If you believe that you could be mekalkel, believe that you could be mitaken, you could make a tikkun, because Pesach Sheni teaches us that it's never too late, one could always rectify. But the question is that we need to ask on this Hasidic idea, is that there's a general rule when it comes to sacrifices. When it comes to most korbanos, there's a rule, over zmanai botel korbanai, that if the time, the prescribed time for a sacrifice passes, one didn't bring the, the korban at a time that one was supposed to, botel korbanai. So there is no second chance. Most sacrifices in the temple, if one didn't bring in its proper time, there's no opportunity to make it up, it's only Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni is the only sacrifice for some reason that the Torah does give a second chance. So first of all, why Taka does Pesach Sheni? Why is it so different that all of the sacrifices of Rizmane, Botel, Korbana, if a person promised they would bring a sacrifice at a certain time where they were obligated to and the time passes, Botel, Korbana, the sacrifice is nullified. Why is Pesach Sheni different? And you could ask the question in the other way. Why do Hasidim say that we should learn in our own lives from Pesach Sheni. Maybe we should learn from the other sacrifices that if you don't do it the first time right, you can't make up. How do we, how do we know that we have to learn from Pesach Sheni? 
But of course, these two questions answer each other. That's what makes Pesach different than all other sacrifices, and that's what makes this day different than all other opportunities that could be rectified. You see, Pesach, the Korban Pesach, is the birthday of the Jewish people. Pesach, leaving Egypt, wasn't just geographically that we happened to once upon a time leave a place called Egypt, of course. Leaving Egypt was the actual birth of the Jewish people. Our souls entered the world in a whole new way as a nation, individually, as we went through the Yamsuf, the splitting of the Red Seas, the birthing canal. Pesach is, is literally the birth of a Jew. And that's why this sacrifice, the Korban Pesach sacrifice, connects to and relates to the soul of a Jew more than any other sacrifice. You know what made the Pesach sacrifice special was that it was roasted in the embryonic position, in the fetal position. You would actually roast the lamb with its head between its <clears throat> between its knees, like the way a fetus is in its mother's womb, because the Pesach sacrifice is the birth of the Jewish people. And therefore, when it might come to other korbanos, other sacrifices, when it might come to other aspects of our relationship with Hashem, so, you know, we have mitzvahs that we could do, mitzvahs that have a certain time, and if we don't do them at the right time, then we messed up, and so too with other sacrifices. When it comes to building on and embellishing on our relationship with Hashem, so there's times that we can, and there's times that if we miss it, we miss the boat. But Pesach Sheni, Pesach is all about what a Jew is essentially, that we have to know that deep down essentially we are one with Hashem, that's the essence of who we are in the most embryonic state. And therefore, when it comes to the carbon Pesach, there is always a second chance. We learn from this sacrifice that we have to know that no matter how desperate situation seems to be, and no matter how far or how impure we've become, there's always a second chance. There's nothing fallen away that one can't have an opportunity once again to connect Hashem, because essentially... In the deepest place of who one is, the part of who we are that's born into the world that the Pesach, the Korban Pesach represents, in that deepest, most essential place, we are constantly one with God. Mess-ups and missed opportunities could only happen in the outer layers of who we are, the outer layers that haven't yet become one with the essence of who we are. May Mashiach come this Pesach Sheni and may we bring the sacrifice that will ultimately reveal our truth.